I sat up and glanced down at the clock. It was noon. I'd actually only slept for a few hours. I'd spent most of the night sitting in the chair on the balcony overlooking the pool. I preferred empty darkness to the visions that haunted my sleep. I picked up the picture I kept on the nightstand and stared down at my family. We'd been on a trip to Jamaica that summer. I remember not wanting the trip to end. I held the picture closer. My mom's fingers were wrapped around my sun-browned shoulder. I was skinny and gawky with that awkward physique only a girl of 13 could pull off. Mom's fingernails were painted with her favorite color, hot pink lemonade. It was the color that came back to me when my mind drifted back to that awful day. Back to the last true day of my life. Back to when everything went cold. My mom's pink fingernails were the last flicker of movement I'd seen in the twisted metal and glass of what was left of our car after we'd gone over the side of a mountain. Lincoln opened the sitting room door, ushering in the icy, sterile air that seemed to follow him wherever he went in his sprawling house of sparkling glass and polished steel. There are a few people coming over later for a small get-together by the pool. You should wear that new bikini I bought you. He smoothed down his mustache, a useless habit considering the man never had a hair out of place. Lincoln wouldn't allow it. Everything, even his hair, had to be completely under his control. He leaned over and kissed the top of my head. I trained myself to hold my breath and avoid the stench of his hundred-dollar aftershave, an expensive fragrance I'd come to loathe along with his touch. It hadn't always been that way. At one time, I'd looked at him as my savior, my only true family. But slowly his arrogance, his cruelty, and his sense of entitlement had pushed away any feelings I'd had for him. I tried for a long time to feel nothing around him. Feeling nothing had been a skill I'd perfected after the accident. It was the easiest way for me to cope with the horror of it all. I'd honed the skill further during the year of hell I'd spent with my dad's sister, Marcy, a woman who'd taken me in only because she worried that God would spite her if she didn't. She was rigid and harsh and so completely the opposite of my free-spirited dad. It was hard to fathom how they'd grown up in the same family. A year of her strict rules, hours of reading the Bible, and her constant criticism of my parents' wild ways was too much. I ran away. And not surprisingly, Aunt Marcy hadn't followed. When Lincoln had rescued me from the streets as a half-starved 16-year-old junkie, I'd allowed myself to feel for the first time since I'd lost my family. And it felt good at first. But after a year, it dawned on me that I'd left one hopeless, ugly situation to be stuck in another. This one came with gourmet dinners instead of the soup kitchen and silken sheets instead of a cardboard box, but it was still just as unbearable. In fact, there were times when I longed for the filth and hardness of an abandoned park bench.